episode 297. Thank you all for listening to episode 296, Tears from Philly. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Finally at home bear. John Bon Joni. <laughs> Thank you, Bon Joni. Happy to make it. Uh, are you living on a prayer? Uh, wing and a prayer. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on the Twitter at Songs by Wes. I believe he just had a new single come out, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he just had one come out. I have to look it up because I don't remember. I believe it came out just a few weeks ago. We had no idea. I think it was kind of a surprise release. He knew it was coming, knew it was coming but it's called Victory of the People. Ooh. Pretty good song with Bevan Hamilton, Joey uh, Harkham, and Russ Baum. So check that out if you haven't Wes Anderson music and you can check them out on Facebook or follow them on Instagram and Twitter at songs by Wes on Spotify is what we listen to his music again, victory of the people, check it out worth four minutes of your time. It's a great song. Another hit by Wes. Thank you to Crandall's quality landscape and give Sean a call 419-704-5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Long Island, New York pretty good he probably doesn't serve long i wonder if he's ever been to long island uh, has he been out of ohio yeah he actually got on a plane for once he's no longer john madden okay i was gonna say not to michigan <laughs> yeah he's been out but i i don't think he i wonder if he drinks long islands i have to find that out too maybe we'll ask him at episode 300 they have hennessy in long islands that's right uh, give him a call. You know, we've got the summers going on right now. He's doing a lot of building. He told me today he was meeting with uh, one of the cities uh, to get a permit. So he's doing a lot of building out there, just putting stuff together for landscaping and, and he can do demolition. He's doing a lot of different things right now. It's hard to believe it's June now. It's summer. All the days are going to be shorter from here on out. I think yesterday was the peak and uh, starting today and tomorrow, the next day is going to just get shorter and shorter and shorter as time goes on. And we're going to be to fall and then he's going to do fall cleanup. So get in touch with Sean, 419-704-5471. Thank you too, of course, Sparty Steve. He is the biggest financial contributor to our show. I guess our biggest sponsor, you could say. And he is also one of the title sponsors for the golf outing for the Anthony Wayne Youth Foundation coming up in August that we are also a whole sponsor for and are sponsoring part of the trophy for the winners. We have four bottles of Crown coming and then Riverby was nice enough to supply four rounds of golf for the winners as well. So we're looking forward to that otl is going to be on a sign this hole presented by over the line podcast hopefully it's hole six or nine or both uh, that would be nice if it was both yes <laughs> over the line on one and then bear you just see bear <laughs> on the other one. hashtag nice on the other one yeah it'll just be hole 6.9 you'll see it up by the green <laughs> There you go. Perfect. <laughs> that'll be good. And because uh, I think hole six out there is a par five. So that'd be perfect. There you go. <laughs> Just put it up a long drive too, might as well. I think it's going to be. Uh, so thank you to Sparty Steve again. He's going to be, he's got our venue hooked up, Waterville Event Center. We're looking forward to it. He's paid for it. He's also supplying JoJo's. He's paying for lunch that day. So if you can come out to the show, I think we're going to get a guest appearance from Justin on the Twitter. Probably going to have to have him on the show again. He hasn't been on in, I think, a couple hundred episodes. So it'd be fun to get him on for a little bit. Maybe he can give us some good questions. Looking forward to that. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Even though Prime Day has passed us, we hope that you all got the book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. You should already have it. But if you don't, friendly reminder, make sure you get to Amazon. 
Dating Sucks But You Don't by Connell Barrett, the book. Just support and make it easy. If you're not going to get that consultation, at least get the book and read it. That'll be the next best thing. Or do both. That would be even better. So make sure you get to datingtransformation.com and also get to Amazon to get the book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. Beautiful. And I think, uh, like you said, we're going to be giving away a few at episode 300. So we're going to have some questions. It's going to be good. Uh, Looking forward to that. And thank you, Connell Barrett, that we're going to be able to give away a couple books that day. Thank you to all our sponsors, of course. All right, Bear. So what happened this past week at PGA? I, I watched the last three holes and those were the ones I needed to watch. Yeah, those are the important ones. John Rahm came through in the clutch, ended up birdie in 17 and 18 to go ahead and steal the U.S. Open from Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, Louis just shot even in round four. Rahm ended up shooting four under. Um, unprecedented for the U.S. Open. Six under is kind of a high score. Usually it's around, you know, even one under par, sometimes even over par. Um, the leaderboard was stacked by about hole eight or nine with everyone up there. DeChambeau was up there. Rory was up there. Um, obviously, Rom Brooks, DJ was making a run. Louie was up there. I mean, it was stacked. And then everyone just started collapsing except Louie and Rom, who kind of stayed around. Um, Brooks had a chance on 18 to post a number, which, you know, it could have been – it could have changed that whole thing. Um, he had a – he had a great drive and he hit kind of a shitty second shot into 18, which is a reachable par five had a, a chip from the rough that he duffed into the bunker, which pretty much blew his shot right there. If he was able to get it close and make birdie and post three under when the guys are still at five, um, it would have definitely made it a little bit different, but yeah, Rom came through with two huge putts on 17 and 18 ripped the title away from Louie and ripped $500 away from me as I had bet on Louie who stays in, in Vegas. So that one hurt me more than it hurt Louie, I think. Um, so it is what it is, but I was happy to see Rom win after obviously they stole a win from him at the Memorial with the whole COVID thing. So it was good to see, uh, it was good to see Rom take that. Yeah, I already did it. Good job. Yeah. I was about to say, I've been, it was, it is what it is. That's, that's how it was, man. It's that good Carmen. If I didn't take him at the masters, I would have taken him this week as the betting favorite. And of course, out of all my bets I made, he was really the only one I didn't bet on because he was the favorite. So still should have taken that at 10 to one would have been a smart pick there, but it was still a good tournament at Torrey and uh, good to see him get his first major under his belt. Um, and wouldn't be shocked if he goes back to back here at the open championship in a few weeks at uh, Royal St. George. Um, I don't know if he quite will, but he's got the power to do it. But um, as we get closer to that championship, the last like six years and nobody, someone out of the top 100 in the world has won that major. So at the, on that course. Um, so just some interesting tidbits as we get closer to that. But this week they get to run back cross country to Connecticut to the Travelers Championship. A lot of big names this week. You got DJ playing, you got Brooks playing, you got Bryson, you got Cantlay. Um, I think Spieth's playing. You got a lot of guys out there on the field this week. Um, big names again. So these guys are nuts, man. You just just finish off a tough major over on the West Coast. Now you come all the way back out east to play in the Travelers. Um, but I think a lot of them are sponsored by Travelers or something, which is why probably most of them are there. So um, this week is a tournament that I think Bubba Watson has won three times, two or three times, I want to say. Um, so and he'll obviously be playing this week as well. Looks like his last win here was in 2018. Um, so yeah, look out for Bubba. But this is a it's a easier course. It'll be a lot of low scores, a lot of birdies this week. 
um, should be a should be a fun one, especially with a lot of the leaders up there. And actually, DJ won this last year, so he is your defending champion on this course this week. And then uh, just quickly on those updated standings, we've got uh, Dub actually has a lead, and I didn't realize uh, he he just took the lead from me. I was up for him on five, and uh, he got me by fifteen. So guess who's up by ten? That would be him. So he is up by 10 and I think you got it. He's got a 109 point lead on bear. So, and bear would be next. So, but this week he took Patrick Cantlay and unfortunately I am not going to take the lead back from him this week as I am also taking Patrick Cantlay. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to move. We're going to stay 10 apart. So uh, bear, what about you, man? Who'd you pick this week? Um, I ended up going with Paul Casey this week. He has some, um, he has some top 20 finishes here. He played well at the U S open, just had a tough round three, which kind of take him out of it. He just kind of played steady golf on Sunday, but Paul Casey has good success at the travelers. And after coming off of a pretty good U S open, I could see him finishing top 10 here and also kind of an underdog to potentially win this tournament. Um, he's just been playing well. I think his, I think he's finished, uh, if I remember, I think it was ninth, fourth, fourth or something like that, or fourth, ninth, fourth, the last three weeks. So he's on a top 10 streak right now and no better course for one that he already plays well at to get another top 10 and, and potentially a win this week. He'll definitely be in some of my DraftKings lineups. There's no doubt about that. Perfect. And then uh, what about you, Cody Bryant? Go with uh, Kevin Streelman. <laughs> Kevin Strelman, I like it. Another guy who played well at the U.S. Open, kind of contended there right at the end, and um, has played has played well here. I think he finished second last year at Travelers. So a good pick, actually. Honestly, Cody, that was going to be my pick, but I already took him earlier this year, so could not take him. And then uh, I was going to say, what do you think the odds are? I, I'm going to give odds of one to twenty odds that Parrot doesn't make a pick this week. Um, one so you got to pay. You got to pay. You got to pay twenty to win a dollar. <laughs> yeah, You'd pay twenty to win a dollar that he's not going to make a pick. Yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I agree. And then if you lose, you're out twenty. <laughs> it's, a, it's an East Coaster, man. They're teeing off at like seven thirty. So yeah, he ain't getting he ain't it going. in. He ain't going. Actually, it's East Coast. So they might be teeing off at like six fifty tomorrow morning. There's no oh, way he's getting one in. The uh, Well, as we switch gears into NASCAR, before we get into last week's race, big news came out today. I don't know if you happen to see it, uh, but Jeff Gordon is taking over as vice chairman of Hendrick Motorsports, as we thought might happen. He is now the second in command to Rick Hendrick. He is, uh, takes the role officially January 1st, 2022, and he is still the only partner outside of Rick Hendrick that has ownership uh, in Hendrick Motorsports. So, Big for them. You can see the plans and the writing on the wall now. You know he's taking over Hendrick when Rick steps down. He will be the man. That's what he says. He is, he will be his successor. Yep. And that's good because you got the, one of the best drivers ever, uh, you know, up there with Dale Earnhardt, up there with Patty, up there, well, Jimmy, whatever. Different things change, but, yeah, Jeff – just unreal and Jeff would actually have what did we figure out if they didn't change the the points I think he'd have six or seven titles if they didn't switch mm -hmm. how the points are done Jeff would have that and uh, that's big for Hendrick and Hendrick we're gonna lead into that we'll get to that in a minute but uh, also this past week Kyle Busch won his uh, 100th Xfinity race 
unreal and uh, just keeps climbing that ladder on multiple wins. GMS is uh, who was very big in the truck series and the, in the Xfinity series, in the Xfinity series, excuse me, GMS racing, they are making the move to cup. So they're going to have a full-time team next year. That is big for them. That could actually be a successful team. They had success in trucks. They've had success working in Xfinity. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they may be able to do. We'll see, uh, you know, the big boys, it's a lot different when you get up to the big leagues. What do you think poses for GMS? Well, I mean, it'll be a good run. Obviously, it's going to depend who they have, but there's a lot of good drivers out there who are racing for smaller teams. Who this would be, this would be an opportunity to be the top guy at a small team instead of maybe the second guy at a small team or maybe the fourth guy at a big team. Um, obviously, you're not going to have guys leaving Gibbs most likely. You're not going to have Hendrick, guys yeah. leaving Hendrick most likely. Um, you're but you might have, have Kurt Busch, who's going to be a free agent. He might be a good one. I, I mean, like you said, Chip, and Chip Ganassi is a quote-unquote bigger team, but they're really not. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Kurt said, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the later stage of my career. Why not go help this team get there and then retire here in a little bit? I mean, that would that would be good for an experienced, good driver, like a championship-winning driver like Kurt Busch. Um so, you know, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a, a bad haul at all. But I mean, like I said, you got these other guys, like Daniel Suarez, you got these guys out here, man, who could make a name for themselves racing. Chris Busher's, uh, you know, Ross Chassain, who I know if Kurt leaves, he'll stay at Chip Ganassi. But, you know, guys like guys like that who, you know, could go in and lead these other teams. Um, and there's a good chance, too, that Denny Hamlin's going to be gone from Gibbs and he's going to have his own team. You know, he'll be racing. Yeah, he might just own. go to his own team. Um, so then you'll have another opening at Gibbs as well. So, and, and, fi- and finally, you know, I've been pressing Ross Chastain since last year. I'm like, he's a guy, man, just getting him a team. And then he did okay this year, but what last three races, he's in the top 10. Top and I know 10, you picked him because you, you were crushing DraftKings in our, in our group. And I, I was hope I was so close to finishing second again. I'm like, it's team OTL just running back and forth. You're like Kyle Larson. And I'm like, Bowman or Chase this year. I don't fucking understand what people don't get. Three out of ten people played Kyle Larson last week. I when know. That under- fucking blew me away. Un- until this motherfucker breaks well, I'm playing him every week. Bar, I'm going to play him, man, until they, unless they outprice him. I mean, there's going to be times where I'm probably going to go. He's 12-5 okay. this week, but I'm still playing him. I'm still him. playing him this Same. week. I'm playing him in I'm, Saturday's I'm, race. I already have him in. I already did, too. I already got my lineup in. in the pole, man, and he doesn't – he has – decent Pocono success like and he's racing in the best car he's the best race car driver on the circuit right now like he might be the best damn driver on the planet yeah the only thing that's going to stop him are disqualifications right now so I mean the motherfucker he goes and he races and he wins on Sunday and then on his way home he goes and races dirt track and wins that sometime Monday afternoon yeah and then he and then he raced a few days before on Thursday and won that so Mm -hmm. like he's just playing it's just unreal Mm -hmm. and uh, you know he finally has the car and I you know I talked about it all last year I'm like he's gonna be the guy that gets suspended fired and he's going to come back to somebody like Hendrick and absolutely is what happened. I wish they could go back to those episodes. And if you listen to our show, go back. I called that shit last year when he got fired and, uh, and he's just dominant. And as, as these guys know, who did I pick to win the championship this year? Preseason Kyle Larson picked him to win. I put chase in the, in the, in the final four. I got Kyle in there in the final four. And I also got another Hendrick driver. I got three Hendrick drivers in the final four. 
We'll see if it plays out. Still a lot of racing left, but those guys are all in. They're making the playoff. I mean, Kyle Larson's guaranteed in now. He's won, what, four races and technically five okay. if you count the all-star race. He's won in his last seven races, counting the all-star race, he has finished second three times and he's won the other four. Yeah. Unfucking real. He doesn't have to race the rest of the year and he'll still be in first place going into <laughs> the playoffs. I mean, yeah. It's just wild. It's crazy what he's done, and, I mean, it's it's still going to be there, and there's going to be bad breaks, and it's going to happen from time to time. I, I'm sure, I guarantee, I almost guarantee, because we're talking about it, that this first Pocono race, he's going to fuck God up. damn it, I hope not. I know, he, I just know he will. It's just how it works, but it, like I said, it, it'll be, it'll, it'll be good for him still, and, and as we get into that this week, they're running Saturday and Sunday, the doubleheader at Pocono, 3 o'clock on Saturday, 3.30 on Sunday. With a truck race at noon on Saturday, I think, and then the Xfinity is noon on Sunday, and then so, yeah, Cups at three, I think, on Saturday, right? I yeah, believe. yeah. So um, they'll yeah they'll have two, three. I think it's three o'clock on Saturday, three thirty on Sunday for both the Pocono races. But then they got truck before that, and I think Kyle is racing in truck, and I didn't see who the to the Cup guys are racing in um, Xfinity. But I think, yeah, I think Kyle and Priest are racing in truck. And Priest for one truck last week in his first ever truck start, too. Yeah, I know. I, I took him in the, uh, I, I tried to, I took the guy that won the Xfinity race, Kyle Bush, the guy that won the truck race. I didn't know he won the truck race when I took him because I usually take him on Thursday. I picked my lineup today. I picked my line. You sent it. I picked my lineup already. And I, yeah, I mean, this is nice because they already have their, they're not qualifying this week. They're just giving yeah. their starting spots from last week. So, and then where do they start on Sunday? How are they doing that one? Based off Saturdays. Oh, is that what they're doing? Based the performance off that. So, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good weekend to Pocono this weekend. And what are, what are our standings off that? Well, I was, I'm going to, I'm going to go to that here in a second. I wanted to go back to GMS real quick. Um, so they, since 2014, they've won 61 races across Arkham Menard series, the camping world truck series, Xfinity series. And they also took home the 2016 and 2020 camping world truck championships, the 2015 Arkham Menard series championship, as well as the 2019, 2020 Arca East championship. So they're a legit team. And, uh, and, and their Chevy's a manufacturer with them. Uh, they used to be known as Gallagher Motorsports, but it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. They're looking for partnerships. They're going to get out there. They're going to find drivers. They're going to get guys up there. And I'm looking forward to see kind of what they do. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. And right now in the truck series, they got Sheldon Creed, great drivers, Ain't Smith, Chase Purdy is a rookie. Um, and then uh, Tyler Ankrum. And then in the Menard series, they've got uh, Jack Wood. So, He's racing part of it. It'll be interesting to see what they come out with and uh, who who decides to go with them. So looking forward to see what happens there. Yeah. And I think Bill Elliott ran a car for them. Yeah, he ran a car for them in 26, 2018 at Road America. Huh. Nice. Way to go, Bill. And then uh, in 2019, John Hunter Nemechek came over to the 23 from Chip Ganassi. So he's another guy. You never know. And uh, we'll see what happens. But GMS is looking. It's going to be nice to see them up there. More teams are coming out. NASCAR's be becoming more of a sport. You got Jordan in there in ownership. You got Pitbull with some ownership. but And that's bringing more to that team. Hendricks, the top dog. Gibbs is the top dogs. 
you're going to have those top teams there, but a lot of younger guys, you know, a lot of people took away from the sport the last couple of years, Jimmy Johnson retired and Jeff went away, but now people are starting to come back. They're getting more mainstream. I think Jordan was a big help uh, for that. And, and we're seeing a lot of people there. The thing that we didn't talk about is they actually sold out the race and they had to build extra stands in Nashville. It was a sold out race with extra stands. It's awesome. And they should do it again this weekend in Pocono. Let's hope. And then, uh, you know, that was the first time there. I wasn't real big on Nashville. I mean, it was, a, it was an okay race, but it wasn't that great, but Kyle Larson just dominated. He did. I turned it over here and there, but I'll golf more than anything else really. Yep. And, uh, updated standings here. Uh, so last week, the best finish was me, uh, with Christopher, Christopher Bell in ninth, Joy Logano finished 10th for Cody, Austin Dillon 12th for Bear, a 22nd for Martin Truex and Dub. That's that sucks. That's a it sucks to get a 22 with Truex, and then no win for Quinn Hoff. Uh, that is who Parrot ends up getting for last week. It's still funny to me that he is literally not picking one, two, three, four, five of the last seven weeks. He's still close to to uh, Cody and Dub. Unreal. And Cody took over dub. Yeah, he did. And right now I'm sitting at 220, 220 points, and Bears at 251. So uh it'll be interesting. We're only 31 apart. That's easy to overcome in one race. And there's two this weekend. So very easily could overcome that. But after that, you and I have just quite a substantial lead. I mean, I'm at 220, you're at 251. Next behind us is Cody at 329. It's a so two dog race here. He's got three, yeah, three races he's got to catch up. But uh, so this week, uh, this is funny. I'm going to give both race picks, and and we'll see what happens. I got a feeling you and I are going to be similar. We'll probably do like last year, where one guy. Remember we sw- swapped races. I bet you, either we're going to have one of the same guys in the same race, or we're going to swap again. I can just, I, it's exactly what happened to us last year. We did the same thing. You say we have one of the guys in the same race. So I'm Let's going see. with Amarola on Saturday, and I think I got him on. on <laughs> I got Amarola on Sunday. You got him on Saturday, and then I got Byron on Saturday, and you've got Suarez on Sunday, and uh, so it should be good. We got Amarola in there twice. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, he does well for both of us. Uh, he's been running. It's been a rough run for him this year, but we'll we'll see. And he's, he raced well in Nashville. He had the pole, and I think he finished seventh. Um, yep, he did pretty he, well. He raced himself into the all-star race, which I think gained his confidence because he ended up racing all right there. He had uh, he got into the wreck on the last lap, which kind of got it. But, I mean, he raced himself in, so he gave him a chance at a milli. Um, so I, and I got to get – the only other time I was going to take Amarola would may have been Daytona. Daytona, so yep. He has, he has a little bit of success here, so I'm going to run him. I think I already know who I want in Daytona, but I haven't quite gotten there yet. As you can see, I have two picks in for the road courses coming up as well because I didn't want to forget and miss a pick on those. Um, so, oh, yeah. Um, so the two road courses, I'm yeah, guessing I, I one of those is probably there. Chase Elliott. And <laughs> that, that is a correct statement. Yes. <laughs> I just didn't want to forget as I was running through this. So I was like, I got to get him in because I think the guy who I picked. One of the guys I wanted to pick, I think I took at the uh, Road America there in Wisconsin, and I had him in for Pocono, so I had to switch it out. Okay. So I wanted to make sure I was good there. 
and we'll cover that next week. Everybody will get to hear on the July 4th episode, Day of the Race. So that'll be episode 300. We'll go over who our NASCAR picks are. We're not going to give it out on episode 299. We're going to do kind of a combination of wrestling and sports on 299. It'll be a quick episode. Uh, well, probably about an hour combined. Uh, so it'll be interesting because uh, Saturday or Sunday when you listen to the 4th of July episode, episode 300, a lot of fireworks, pew, pew, pew. Listen to it. Check it out. We'll be going over it that day. But uh, we've got Dub taking Ryan Blaney on Saturday and Chris Boucher on Sunday. It'll be interesting who Parrot gets because uh, he probably won't make picks. And we'll see who he takes for both races. And if he's already picked him, we're going to have to go second to last. So he still might gain points. Hey, he still may <laughs> somehow gain points magically, yes. <laughs> Not making picks. Uh, Cody Bryant, who are you taking on Saturday? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh Ross. I'm not Brandy Chastain. <laughs> uh, I like it. And then Sunday. Oh boy. Um, Sunday. I will go with. I'm trying to think if I picked him or not. Um. Tyler Chronicle of Reddick. I like that. All right. And then Parrot, we don't know what he's going to do, so we're just going to skip right over the Parrot. And uh, that some big shots uh, crashes are off the back. <laughs> right. Unreal. All right. A lot of shit has happened in the NBA uh, since we last spoke. We got Jeremy's Jazz gone. <laughs> Choke job. I think Cody and I called that since about day uno. Yep. And uh, you got the Suns made it also to the Western Conference final. They're up two games to none without Chris Paul. Yeah. And that's bullshit. And he, he should be back. Yeah, it is bullshit. And, uh, but you're, you're, what, who, who was it yesterday? Missed two, two free throws. Uh, big shocker, Paul George, the other big <sighs> artist. Uh, play, playoff P. Yeah. Poor Great guy. Job. About as good as Ben Simmons. Yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> that'd be a good fun over under. Who I shoots like better? Guys is, um, I was about to say I like your guys. Uh, there we go. I like your guys' uh, Sunday episode because it it aged very well. Tears from Philly. Yeah, it was good, it, and it was about wrestling, but it aged perfectly for how crappy uh, the 76ers came down the stretch. Sorry, the uh, the ex-wife had to bring me some uh, Lucky Charm cereal. She said it's horrible, so I'm going to try it out. <laughs> when is Lucky Charm cereal horrible? Well, it's her. So, no, Lucky Charm is disgusting. She ain't lying. What'd you just say? Yeah, Cody Bryant. What'd you just say? Lucky Charms is disgusting. We are no longer friends. Right. I mean, that was it right there. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. This is I mean, goddamn delicious, Cody Bryant. You enjoy, you know, stale cardboard with a hint of sugar. You know, hey, be my guest. Well, what do you, what do you like, raisin bran? You like to take some shits? What you mean, man? If it's not cinnamon toast crunch, I don't want to talk to you. Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on cinnamon toast crunch. But Lucky Charms ain't bad. The best cereal though is Captain Crunch peanut butter. That's hey, a- I don't know about the peanut butter crunch. I don't know, man. Reese Puffs. I like those things. Those are good too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fruity Pebbles are good. Yeah, Lucky Charms not even cracking yeah. my top ten. See, I like Fruity Pebbles. I just like those those cereals that just like don't have. It's just all little flakes. Nah, I can't do that. It gets too soggy too quick. This is also true. Like I like some Cocoa Pebbles, but mm, Cocoa Puffs are better. Right. Mm. Or some count yeah, chocolate. I don't know, man. I think you kind of split hairs though. Because cocoa puffs get real soggy quick too. Yeah, but they're bigger. Like, like I feel like the like the cocoa pebbles, I mean, they just it's like I'm eating, I don't know, I just don't like it. It just gets too soggy. It's just like I'm eating like, I don't know, a wet paper towel that tastes like chocolate. Yeah, see, that's the only thing. If you're that tight, we've never been so ready to get back out there. And with Copper Tone Sport, we can reclaim the boulder. Got a new sponsor, Copper Tone Sport. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I don't even know why I started playing. Stupid ass Adam. Oh, cut that check. Yeah, they better cut that check. Also, Cocoa Pebbles. <laughs> they better cut yeah, a check. Or who is that? Post? Post better post cut that. the check. Yeah, post yeah, that check. Post. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, we were talking about Cody and Brian and I were last week talk. We continued the music conversation, which we're going to get back to because we got to get Bear's take. We're going to save that for later. But now, oh look, is this Stat Parrot? Did he make it? Yeah, I woke up. <laughs> yeah, he's working the third shift. I was trying to tell him, what do you do? What like what where you work now? What what kind of foods do they make? It's all like snack foods, like Oreos. Like there's a, like a couple different cookies they make. Um, I don't even know yet. I haven't even gotten to see everything. But like I know Oreos is a big one. Uh, they make like different like cookies and like snacks like that. It's just a big bakery. Do you know if they make anything with Lucky Charms? I do not believe so. Yeah, the hmm. leftover stuff at the bottom of the vat. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Well, Parrot, since you made it, why don't you give us a golf pick this week since you're here? Oh, Jesus. Um, Jesus isn't playing this week. Caught me off guard here. I just woke up. Um, give me. Have I taken Xander Schauffele? I don't know if he's playing this week. Is he playing? Oh, like I said, I. I'm... What's that? Oh, you already took Xander Shoffley anyway. Next. Uh, what about Will Zalatoris? I don't think he's playing this week. I don't think he's playing. Jesus. Um, is anybody playing this week? Everyone except those two guys you just named. Oh. Uh, Bubba Watson. There you go. That's a good pick. <laughs> It's actually a good pick. And then your favorite part, we need you to pick two NASCAR drivers because there's two races this weekend. Oh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> and here's what's surprising. You have not made a pick five of the last seven races, and you're still within a, a earshot of third place. Not bad. Um, great. Sorry, this is hard not being able to see it. Um, have I taken... Oh, Jesus. Again, he doesn't play uh, NASCAR. Thanks for that. Um, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Just pick two random guys. 
I literally, my brain is waking up right now. I woke up like three minutes ago. Hold on. I, we're going to make the, we're going to make this, we're going to make this interesting. All right. So parrot, here's what we're going to do. I want you to pick, I want you to pick two numbers. Okay. And this is how we're going to do it. So what you need to do is you need to pick two numbers from one to 38. All right, 6 and 23. All right, so you're getting Ross Chastain in the first race, just like uh, Cody Bryant. And in the second race, you're going to get good old Corey LaJoy. You take their... uh, Sounds like two winners to me. That's not bad, actually. No, it's really not. Not good, but it's not bad. Not good, it's not bad, though. And it's two guys you haven't taken by default. So good. We we did share. I did share with the boys that you're going to be taking over, uh, basically as the stat, the statistician of the show. Back to your stat parrot uh, uh, take, but you know you're going to have to do research ahead of the show. So thankfully you're going to be able to do that. And next week you'll be able to do it pretty quickly because we're only going to do PGA on Saturday or on uh, Wednesday, and then we'll make NASCAR picks on Saturday at episode 300. So looking forward to that. And you caught us. We were discussing cereal. What is your take real quick on Lucky Charms? Uh, Absolutely disgusting. Ah, god damn it. Thank you, Parrot. (laughs) I can't believe we're two and two on I can, can comes, you? They it, always go together. If it comes oh. to cereal, it's like chocolate fruity pebbles and uh, and uh, cocoa. Or yeah, cocoa pebbles and uh, fr- uh, frosted flakes. Frosted flakes are right, but frosted flakes are better with Lucky Charms marshmallows. They actually make those together. Why would you just disrespect Frosted Flakes like that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate. Come on, man. Tiger never did anything to you to go around desecrating that tiger cereal. They have spread joy and and sweet sugary mornings to people for decades, and you want to just disrespect it with them lucky charms. Right. Well, I'm sorry. But we do got to also mention, uh, as we go back to the NBA, uh, the Nets and Sixers are both out. <laughs> best best Wait, day what ever. About the Jazz? Well, we talked about them. We already mentioned they're out. You guys called it from I day one. I never got a chance to laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on, wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's give a good 30 second belly laugh from Cody that the Jazz choked and couldn't make it. Go ahead. <laughs> the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Come on, man. Nobody picks the Utah Jazz. Like, come on, seriously. Nobody in Utah even picks the Utah Jazz to win. Like, even even number one fan, Mitt Romney, don't want to take Utah Jazz. Like, come on, man. The defensive player of the year, but can't defend the high pick and roll and the three after said pick and roll. <laughs> he couldn't defend me that series. Oh, player of the year. Oh, my gosh. He defended the three like he defended COVID. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking good. Rudy Gobert. Come on, man. This is the reason why somebody like Shaq never won defensive player of the year. 
Shaq couldn't defend a high pick and roll, partially because he was lazy, but Shaq couldn't defend a high pick and roll. I was about to say, Shaq could have defended the high pick and roll, but you're right. Shaq was lazy. Yeah, he was lazy. And that's not disrespect. It's just how he played defense because he needed that energy on the offensive side. Yeah, so Shaq was lazy. So what's Rudy Gobert's excuse? Uh, and then got posterized twice in that series. You can't get posterized and then be defensive player of the year. True. Get out of here. Some gross. Might as well start a team with him and Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That'd be the perfect spot for him. Oh, him, be, that's it right there. Ben Simmons, Paul George, Rudy Gobert. There's your next uh, all-star cast right there. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I can't do that to Paul George yet. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, the two missed free throws um, last night, that – he getting close though. He getting there. Paul George is a notorious choker. Like he had one win, I think, out of these last three series. I don't know. I when, can't when Ka- and, and Kawhi was playing that game. That's the only reason why he hit the. That's the only reason why he hit the winner. When Kawhi ain't in there, and Paul George got to be jazz, Paul George can't be a number one. No, he's not a number one. But if it wasn't for him playing the way he did in game six and seven. There's no way they even beat the Jazz. No, you're right. I'm not. I'm not taking that away. I'm just saying he's not clutch. There's a lot of guys who can play the game, but there's not clutch. That's okay. Like I won't say he's not clutch. I'll say he's spotty. I mean, like, technically, Terrence Terrence Mann had to win them the game. Yeah. Game who? Who? Yeah. Six. That's what I thought. Terrence Mann when he dropped what 39. Yeah, because Rudy Gobert can't defend the three. That's what I'm saying. Six shots that game. Ter- Terrence Mann ain't going to put up 39 in the next 10 games. He'll put up 39, but he's not going to miss six shots. Like he missed six shots in game six. Right. Well, what do you like, what do you think? Six shots. What if do you Rudy think? Gobert was half of the defensive player as he was uh, a crybaby for not making the All Star team that year. Terrence Mann would have missed more than six shots. <laughs> Well, what do you what do you think about uh, Cameron Payne filling in though? For old... He mean, was on point, man. He's Paul, good last man. night. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Twenty nine and nine, pretty damn good. They just That's had some Chris breaking Paul, news though. too that Chris Paul probable for Game Three, so he's back. So he's back. That's big, man. They might sweep him. And then uh, oh, guns in four, baby. Just like that dude that worked the shit out of that other dude. <laughs> that, that might have been the best video of the play. That was probably the most hits uh, anyone's had in the playoffs so far. Oh, and the dude tried to get and a then, swing and in. Then, and then you see that dude go on like some some TikTok or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he did, but he went on something and started saying like, "Oh, a dude only connected like one time." Like, <laughs> yeah. we saw the video. He destroyed you. <laughs> you walked yeah, out crying, dude. <laughs> after after you took a cheap shot at him. Yeah, yeah, he's standing in the back smiling. Blown. There's nothing yeah. nothing better than watch that dude stand in the back smile and go take a swing and then just get <laughs> hockey punched eight times in a row right in the dome. I think there's still brain damage going on. And then this dude from Suns is getting free tickets and everything. Yeah, oh, man, free tickets. It's Suns great. And it. more, Suns and four have more blocks than Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
That's too good. That was that was fantastic. But yeah, they're up they're up two zero on the Clips. Um, unless Kawhi comes back, they're toast. Um, especially with CP three coming back, that was about their only opportunity. They had to split. At least had to split. Couldn't even do that. So yeah, I think I think the Clips are done. And I'm I'm rooting. I'm I'm big time rooting for the Suns, man. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see CP three get a ring. That'd be fantastic. But I'm happy that no matter what, it's going to be a new team winning a championship here for the first time in at least what forty years. I think's when the Hawks won last. So. They're playing pretty well today, too. No, I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed by the Hawks, but I think whoever – I mean, I, when I say whoever, I mean the Suns, but whoever comes out of the West is going to win. I just – Yeah, dude, the Hawks got bear. a nice uh, – the, the Hawks got a run like uh, Golden State did back in – what was that, like their first championship or the second one? The one with Baron Davis? Or are you talking about the actual championship? No, their actual championship uh, okay. when uh, they had that playoff run and everybody got hurt. Uh, the Warriors, what uh, um, they played Portland like in the first round, and I think Damian Lillard got hurt. Then they played Houston, and it was either Harden or Chris Paul that got hurt. And they played. Who they play in the Western Conference Finals? Oh, that was the. Uh, that was the series when Kawhi got hurt. It's the Spurs, right? Yeah, that was Spurs. Yeah, when he was with the Spurs. Yeah. Yep. And then they and then they went on and played uh, LeBron James, and that was it. Yeah. Because Kyrie got hurt. Yeah, Kyrie got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, I don't think there really was anybody outside of Philly that was going to take the Sixers to get to the final. Well, they should have. They should have. I know they should have. They should have. I was. Uh, oh they, my gosh, they, I can't that was worse than Paul George missing free throws. I mean, Philly yeah. had the easiest. I mean, with the Nets going out, there's they should have looked at that and they're like, all right, we're going because they I, they would have taken it to the Bucks, man. I mean, I think Atlanta and I think Atlanta Milwaukee is going to go to seven. Yeah, it can. I think Milwaukee wound up pulling it out just because they got a little bit more star power, a little bit better team. But. Right. I mean, the Hawks number two, I guess you could say Clint Capella, but in all honesty, their second best shooter on that team is fucking Gallinari. For the love of God. And he's not scaring anybody. Him or uh, Kevin Herter. Yeah. It's, like you said, it's just one of those teams, man. You didn't think they, I I figured, you know, they'd be out the first, but Trey Young, man, he's holding them together. Yeah. Can't talk I, shit I about heard, him. Uh, I heard, who was it? Uh, I want to say Vin, Vinny Goodwill. He said, like, the Sixers were a good team and don't know it yet. Yep. Yep. Well, Simmons is about to be gone. He's going somewhere. He ain't staying. Yeah, but where do you go? Where does he go? Someone's going to take him. I had to say somebody's going to take him, but does he fit? Yeah, Detroit will take him. We'll speak about nah, that. They won't soon. give up first. But... Uh, well, you're right. I can't. I can't say he would. Yeah, I can't say he'd go. But oh, he can go bad. to the Thunder. They can trade, you know, 14 second round picks to get him. Yeah, they but got he's him taking all. that 40 million, man. He's supposed to make like 30 some million, 30, 40 million next season. I mean, right. the Thunder. I mean, yeah, you got the Pistons. You got those teams that have no contracts. They definitely could, no doubt. Right. It'll be in Cleveland. 
No. Go trade luckily, luckily <laughs> enough, luckily enough, they got Sexton and Garland there, so they ain't, they already got two, two one, and one and one anything else. They gonna go contract for contract. They gonna trade Kevin Love for Ben Simmons. Well, I mean, I'd do that if that's what they're gonna do. <laughs> if if you're telling me that that's the trade, count me in. And I I like some Kevin Love, but he's just old man. It's just not worth it. Uh, but you know what? Kevin Love will probably be a better fit in Philly than Ben Simmons. That's, well, that's a true statement. I think that's Bryce true. Love would be a better fit in Philly than Ben Simmons. <laughs> Brother Love would be a better fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, something you got to say, too, is um, when the Nets went up 2 0, Giannis, the next, the next five games, 33, 14, 2, 34, 12, and 3, 34, 12, and 4, 30, 17, and 3, 40, 13, and 5. I mean, he just went off. And But can he hold it up? We'll see. I mean, the Hawks are looking pretty good at this point, 59, 54 at the half. And um, Drew Holiday is actually the leading scorer right now at the half for, for Milwaukee. Trey has 25 at the half. Mm-hmm. So old Trey, old Trey putting it on him again right now. So keeping him in it. So, so a few few teams making moves. Um, you know, Boston traded Kemba and uh, got old Al Horford back. They need him. You know, it sucks to see Kemba go. He was really well liked. Um, but, you know, you got guys that can play the point. I don't know. Do you think that they go after somebody or are they going to put, like, Peyton Pritchard in to play point? I think the point. Um, I don't think Kemba was the problem. What's that? I don't think Kemba was the problem. No, I don't think so either. It just that's why I'm I don't understand why they traded him, I guess. That's that's what I don't get. I think the contract was part of it. I mean they're gonna save ten mil on it, but yeah, but I mean does he was hurt. But my thing is I'm like, okay. 32 years old, yeah, he's hurt a lot. Horford's 35, but he fills their need. It, it doesn't, though. He was already there before, and it didn't work then. Just, I mean, why are they so scared of you guys? Like, nope, we're going to take the six foot eight dude. But like, they did get Moses out of it. We'll see. He's still young, seven foot two, and uh, his his best career all year. Moses, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going to be his problem. He's He's yeah okay cool he's gonna give you twenty and ten every night but the dude's only gonna play twenty five games because he's gonna be injured he's only doing twenty two minutes a night that's all he could do he had no cardio that's yep and then he's the guy that can at least play thirty yeah they got the old hurt point guard in for a younger hurt point guard well he's a center Yeah, Moses is 7-2. We'll see. I mean, the best his best career game was against Boston, 22 points, 24 boards. So we'll see how that works out for them. No big man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe we'll see how he does. But like you said, he's got to stay healthy. Uh, I mean, he is a kid, so he's got to learn that cardio is going to be important. But they also hired a new coach today. So we'll see. Moses Malone. That door. <laughs> What's that, Cody? I said that might have been the only thing they really needed to do was just get a new coach in there. Yep. They could have kept Kimba and got a new coach and then seen what happened. 
Well, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they play it out and what their what their depth chart's going to look like as it go th- goes through. I mean, we know Jalen Brown, you know Marcus Smart, you know Jason Tatum, you know Horford are going to be your four guys. It'll be interesting to see who else they put in there. Yeah, Tristan will be all right. But Tristan Thompson, we'll see. Yeah, because then you're going to have you're going to have Jalen and and uh, Marcus Smart on the out. Well, they got Fournier too, so I mean, we'll see. Who knows? Tampa just went up two nothing. Uh oh, not looking good for the Isles. Right. Yeah, they'll probably put Horford in there. Um, Tatum, Fournier, Smart, and Brown. I mean, it's, but which one runs the point? Brown. Smart. Yeah. I think got guys there that are. I mean, they're still young. You know, you got Romeo Langford, young guy, but. Tremont Waters, Carson Edwards. I mean, they're still – we'll see how they play. It's going to depend on the coach. They needed a new coach, and so this will be good for perspective. And, may I don't know, maybe we'll see Brad Stevens does better, better as a president, but I don't know. I mean, better than a coach, I guarantee that. Yeah. All right, what about uh, what about this draft lottery? So the Pistons got the one. Cavs got the three. Rockets are the two. So. So, I mean, if the Pistons are smart, it sounds like they should be going Cade Cunningham, I would guess. Yeah, um, you would guess. They need, they need a score. So, we'll see. But it'll be interesting uh, Interesting if they do that or not. But, I mean, there's really nothing they can really trade for. It's not like they're missing a piece or two that they could get for the number one pick. So, you gotta you got to keep building that team. Yeah, when when is the uh, when is the draft soon, isn't it? Yeah, usually it's like a week or two after the finals, I think. Hmm. So we'll cover that eventually. Uh, should be interesting. Yeah, Pistons, Rockets, Cavs, uh, and then where do they go all the way down? I didn't get to see who's got what. Uh yeah, I only saw the top three. I know Golden State has two picks. They have like nine and fifteen, I think. Yeah, they they have seven and fourteen. Seven and fourteen, yeah. Thunder so, got the six. It's kind of a loss for them. If I was Golden State, I'd trade one of those picks and try to get a decent role player. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. Get yourself back in it. Well, and I think you just said it. NHL, the two teams we don't want to see are leading. Looks like Tampa is up to nothing. If they win, it's over. They're going to the cup again, defending champs. They won yeah. eight to zero the other day. Eight yeah. to zero. Yep. Up to nothing Islanders. right now. Islanders just are falling apart. Yeah, they've been they're just they're just such a gritty team that it's one of those that they've uh I don't know, it feels like they're coming right to the end of their rope. They're just getting outplayed right now. Tampa's just too fast. Um in Montreal, up three to two on Vegas, and they're back in Montreal tomorrow. Or sorry, Thursday night when you listen to this. So we'll see if Vegas can tie them up and get back to get back to Vegas and try to win Game Seven there. It'll be interesting, and then um, and then <clears throat> what do we got? We got uh, Montreal up three to two, like you said. Yep. Yep playing tonight as you listen to this podcast in Montreal, try to close oh. out, go to the, go to the cup for the first time. And oof. but they have the most cups ever. <laughs> That's why I don't want to see them win, but I'd rather see them win over, uh, over Tampa. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd love to see, I was hoping for Vegas and the Islanders and I wouldn't have cared. 
Uh, but now it looks like we might get Tampa and Montreal if things go the way they are. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted as well. I was hoping it would have been that. But it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the Canadians can pull it out. Let me see. I want to see the last time they were at the Stanley Cup. Was it ninety one? No, that was the last time they won it was ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah, Penguins. I think were ninety one. Um, huh. That's probably the last time they were there. I would guess it would be. Yeah. And then uh, the NHL did vote uh, pretty much against going for uh, keeping the divisions aligned the way they are. They want to go back to how it was. And um, and so it looks like it might go that way. The players are all hoping for that. I like that too. I'm not a fan of, I mean, I'm a fan of why they did it, but I'm not a fan of keeping it that way. I don't want to see them play the same six teams all year. I mean, that's no fun. Yep. It keeps them close, easier travel for them, but that's no fun. What'd you say, Cody? Northwest division presented by Eckridge Farms. (laughs) Yeah, no, the, um, (laughs) and then, uh, you got your Fort Wayne comments, Fort Wayne comments of the ECHL, the rival of the Toledo walleye who didn't play this season. Uh, they're going to the Kelly cup finals. Um, they're going to take on South Carolina stingrays and, uh, AJ Jenks, who is a popular player for the, the walleye is going to be there. So hopefully he gets, uh, gets him a cup. Okay. Okay. Islanders just scored two to one now. All right. Coming back. Quick answer. Not over yet. Not over yet. Just don't let them score eight. <laughs> I don't think we'll let them do that this time. <laughs> oh God, that was so fucking horrible. The um, just just horrible play, you know. And oh God, we'll see what happens. All right, MLB. Not much has really changed, right? I know the Yankees turned another triple play, third of the season. Wasn't that this? Wasn't that? Didn't they do that in back to back days too? Uh, pretty close, I believe. Yeah. Or it was a Friday, Sunday, but I saw. Yeah, I saw it was very close. Same team. Yeah, yeah. They they did the one and it was just wild, like six, two, one, two, three, two, you know, like just wild. Yeah, and I then, saw that was the first one ever, I think, is what they that was like the Friday, and then the Sunday one ended the game, I think, didn't it? Yeah, the Sunday one ended the game because it went um six four three triple play. Or yeah. five four three. Right? No. I think it was as it would have been five four three third. Yeah, it was five four three. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was five four three. I had to think of who it was. Yeah, because it ended up going third to second to first, and it was just five four three triple play. You know, something just, between. just a normal triple play. Not yes. Yeah. Four one three two eight four eight four one two nine six triple play that they pulled or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, that shit was wild. First time it's ever done, and you're like, okay, uh, that's weird. It was just a lot, like a rundown triple play. But, but yeah, Boston's still leading over there with the Rays a game and a half behind them. Yankees five and a half. Toronto only seven. The Orioles are already out of it. White Sox leading in the Central. Cleveland two and a half behind them. Kansas City nine and a half. Detroit 12. Minnesota 12 and a half. So that's going to be a two-team race. Um, Houston up a game on the Athletics. Uh, Seattle seven and a half back. Angels nine and a half. Rangers at 19. Um, 
In the West, you got the Mets still leading there, three and a half over the Nationals, four over the Braves, four and a half over the Phillies, and eight over the Marlins in probably the tightest division there. Central, Milwaukee with their minus one run differential leading the division, of course. Um, half game over the Cubs, four and a half over Cincinnati, who's had a pretty solid run over the last 20 games. Um, just started losing a little bit more, but got themselves back into it. Cardinals, I think, got swept by the Tigers. <laughs> um, so they're five and a half back, and then the Pirates, 14 and a half. They're pretty much donezo. Giants still leading in the West. Um, actually, I think they have the best record in baseball, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 48 and 26, best record in baseball. Um, Dodgers three and a half back. Padres five back. Rockies 17 and a half back. And the Diamondbacks 28 back. Worst team in <laughs> They got a shot. Already yeah. have 55 losses. The, um, the, it's something you didn't mention. I know you mentioned the Rays are a game and a half out of Boston. They've lost seven straight. Ooh, I did not even see that. I see that their run differentials plus 69, though. <laughs> giggity and uh wonderful seven straight and they're only a game and a half out look, well look at the nationals they're nine and one in their last 10 and they're at 35 and 36 still a negative 10 run differential <laughs> so they've come back around oh man all right so switching over to ncaa i'm going to read this from supreme court justice kavanaugh the ncaa couches its arguments for not paying student-athletes in anxious labels, but the labels cannot disguise the reality. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. Thank you, Justice. I think everyone's known that for a very, very long time that the NCAA has been totally just dirt mongrels. Yeah, I'm just glad that they came out and said it. You want to just be Captain Obvious about it, I guess. (laughs) It's true. That's it's good though. I mean, that's that's what they need, man. You got to stop giving this bullshit narrative that they're not getting it because they are. So these guys need to get should be getting compensated. Should always have been getting compensated. So NCAA is going to be all salty about it because you know now they might not make uh, you know sixty billion dollars. They might only make like five billion dollars or something like that. So. <laughs> Right. That's the oh damn, we got to run our universities like teams, like or like professional teams now. What a shame! What a shame! Thanks, NCAA. Right. All right. Uh, I I think we saw that uh, Carl Nassib came out first active uh, player in the NFL to come out. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. It's a shame it's a headline at this point in time, though. That's the only bad part. Like, it shouldn't even be a headline, honestly. Right. But since it's the first time or that someone active has come out, I think, of course, it's a headline. It shouldn't be, though. I agree. It should just be commonality at this point. And everything else is accepted socially, so it should be. Yeah, but this is also the same NFL that will put out a statement, you know, supporting Carl Nassib, but won't acknowledge the fact that Kaepernick got blackballed or the fact that um, they started a whole thing about with the concussion lawsuit 
and that black players were naturally not as smart as uh, white former players. And the same NFL that had to have a rule put in place just to interview uh, Mm -hmm. minorities and women, let alone hire them. You know, or the same NFL that, uh, well, I can't remember what they call it now, Um, but will actively, you know, only hire minorities and women just to kind of have a minimum and then tell a qualified uh, Asian coach that we already have too many of you. What that meant, nobody really knows yet. But just a simple fact, I mean, could it be minorities? Could it be Asians? I mean, what? But this is also that same NFL. So, yeah. Yeah, They're happy. They're probably happy Nassib came out so they uh, could get away from that one. Yeah, good job, Rod. Keep up the good work. Or the same NFL that's still classified as a charity. That's tax exempt. Figure that out multi-billion dollar league tax exempt. I don't know if I'll still ever figure any of that out with any of that shit. Right. Keep it up, Rob. The um, one thing I, la- I laughed about, I know Tom Brady's going to be on a show on HBO Max and I was laughing my ass off because they quoted him. One of the teams they weren't interested at the very end, I was thinking, you're sticking with that motherfucker? <laughs> Yeah. Brady, who is he talking about? Um, probably Minnesota. I thought it was he was talking about uh, Derek Carr in Vegas. That could be too. That could be too. Wait, what was he? What was he talking about? Brady. There was, yeah. Yeah. There was a te- there was a team that was interested in him, but they decided to go against it because they wanted to stick with their quarter their quarterback that they had. And it was probably Goff. It could have been Goff too. Could have been. And Brady's response was, "You're really going to stick with that motherfucker?" <laughs> well, I mean, you could put that on like what ten different teams in the league, man. But a team that he would have went to. So I'm like, oh, it could have been Derek Carr. Probably more than likely Jared Goff because LA made a lot of sense. Minnesota too, man. Right. Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota had a good squad. Yeah, Hooker Cousins, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy G though. I mean, but he likes Jimmy G. That don't mean that's who says he likes Jimmy G. Has he ever said that he liked Jimmy G? Man, he, he liked Jimmy G. He pushed Jimmy G out of New England. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I was gonna say, like, do you really think he likes Jimmy G? If Hell he yeah. He don't like Jimmy G. He don't like no damn Jimmy G. No. no, he loved G Jimmy G. Tom Brady might like is Kenny G. <laughs> no, he he likes G Giselle. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably the only G he likes. Oh man, the uh, Barrett, you got to almost be to work, right? He's still with us. He's on mute. Barrett, you still with us? Might be resting up. Man. Yeah, in the car. he's driving. He's probably he better be awake. Barrett. Is he there? Yes. Dude, I've been talking the last 20 minutes, and and I was wondering why no one was responding. Because you were muted. I unmuted it, though. I muted it for like three seconds because I had to cough. 
Oh, well, I muted you when I kept hearing your car driving over road bumps. <laughs> yeah, it's because there was a, uh, there was a, uh, they were like redoing part of the road. So they're all coming up and hitting the car. Wonderful. Well, what did you have? What were you right. saying that you had comments to? <laughs> um, it was the Alex Caruso getting busted for pot. Um, in paraphernalia in Texas or whatever. And well, then through the airport, there was a let's, couple of things. Let's hold on wait a second. Let's. He didn't get busted on the side of the road. He didn't get busted at his house. He got busted because he was bringing it through the airport. <laughs> so. Oh, he a damn fool. That's even dumber. While I am in agreement, it's stupid. You're dumb for bringing it through the airport. Yeah. What else did you mention, Parrot? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know anymore. I just rolled into work. I have to go in in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, next week, you know, have it because we're actually starting at 830 and uh, you'll be in good shape because we're hopefully going to be done by uh, 930 with everything. So you can bring all your stats next week for PGA and everything else and we should be good to go. Yep, just I'll call from the car again. All right. From the uh, parrot phone as he flies himself to work. We will fly himself to the bakery. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, there's a team there's a team Johnson limo just sitting here. I saw it last night too. I'm mightly confused about it. Team Johnson? I don't know why this Yeah, like a party bus. I don't know why it's here. I saw it here yesterday too. Oh, go go join but the party. That, that's the yeah, I wish. I'm going to go drink my uh, bang and get ready. Well, there you go. Well, enjoy that and uh, enjoy enjoy your Oreos. Yeah, bring back some yeah I hate Oreos. Yeah, bring back some cookies and shit from work. I, oh, did you know that he actually has a cafeteria at his work and they gave him little dollars oh, that dude. he can buy lunch? <laughs> Dude, they have like hot fresh food all night. They got, dude, they got everything. They got free pallets of water. The only bad part is, is like, never mind. <laughs> What's the only bad part? <laughs> Nothing. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna leave that one to myself. That's, that's for off air. You right. can't say that's the only bad part and then not tell us. Here, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back. So Parrot is now gone. Uh, that's okay. And uh, Mayamo Loro. <laughs> yeah, Mayamo Loro is gone. And uh, but that's okay. We're we're ready for trivia. We did not have trivia last week, Bear. So the standings should be the same, sir. Yeah, standings would be uh, Gray at one forty-two, Cody at ninety-seven, myself at one twenty, Parrot at sixty-one, Peapot at eight, and Wes Anderson at dose. All right. Let's see what he's got. I don't think he had anything. He had some comments um, about Clippers couldn't miss a three. It was fun. It was watching a video game, all this stuff. He went on and on and on. All right. We haven't done a fetch quest in a while, so it returns tonight where you are allowed to use any means necessary to find the correct answer. Look online, phone a friend, do whatever you want. First person to get the correct answer gets five points. You should read the question so listeners can try to beat you guys as well. Once the question is read, everybody can go and search for the answer. So I'm going to have to read it. So do not start typing until I finish reading. <laughs> Fair deal? Yep. 
All right, I got my phone in hand. Here we go. The Indiana Pacers had a player during the 2002-2003 season who went to the same college as Matt Thomas of the Utah Jazz. After playing for the Pacers, this player then signed with another team, which has a first-round pick this year at the same overall numbered spot. This player was taken in the 2013 draft. Ugh. Why does that have to be a Utah Jazz question? Because, man, we got to get the Jazz in here somehow. Bunch of losers. Because, I mean, we damn sure ain't going to talk about them winning anything. We are not going to talk about them winning anything. So this is any means necessary, eh? Mm-hmm. Ugh, 2013 draft is when Anthony Bennett was taken. How dare they? <laughs> I'm going to say it is Royce White. And he went to college with Matt Thomas? No, same college. Yeah. Incorrect. Damn it, I'm out. I was about to say, wait a second. <clears throat> I'm going to ask, am I out? <laughs> Can I keep going? <laughs> no, you can keep going. Okay. So to read this again, I'll read it again so you guys get a shot. The Indiana Pacers had a player during the 2002-2003 season who went to the same college as Matt Thomas of the Jazz. After playing for the the Pacers, this player then signed with another team, which has a first-round pick this year at the same overall numbered spot. This player was taken in the 2013 draft. Yeah, but it's the player from 0203, right? So is the player from O two O three? He's asking two questions. We are lost. <laughs> huh? Let's say because I, I think I got it. If that's it, twenty thirteen. So oh, what's O two O three? It's just the same college. Okay, I get it. I get what he's saying now. But the Pacers had a player during the 0203 season who went to the same college as Matt Thomas of the Jazz. I get what I get what he's saying. He's saying that this player on that Pacers team was drafted in the same spot as that dude. I get it. I'm glad you do because I sure the hell. So we're looking for somebody that was in the 2013 draft. I'm so lost. I was say, is this somebody that played at Iowa State? That's what I thought. Was drafted in 2013, and that's what I did. And I had Royce White. I didn't even see him on there. No, I I think I get what he's saying. Matt Thomas wasn't even drafted. No, 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 that's not what he's. I'm about to have it. Hold on. Of course. Shocking, of course. This is who it is. It's Rudy fucking Gobert. 
Does that surprise anybody? He's saying that it was he's saying that it was picked. So Incorrect. The, well, then I don't get his question. I don't either because it doesn't even make sense. Rudy so Gobert he's saying the Indiana, the Indiana Pacers had a player during the 0203 season who went to the same college as Matt Thomas, Iowa State. After playing for the Pacers, this player then signed with another team, which has a first round pick this year at the same overall numbered spot. So is he talking about 2021 this year? This player was taken in the 2013 draft. The Indiana Pacers had a player in 0203 season who went to the same college as Matt Thomas of the Jazz. After playing for the Pacers, this player then signed with another team. Nothing about that makes sense. None of it makes sense. We're playing for the Pacers. This player then signed with another team, which had the. Are we looking the for player the player on the Pacers? Went to another team way back in the day. You need to figure out what pick that team was in the 2021 draft, this upcoming draft. So it's the Brooklyn Nets. Is that? Are we looking for a team or a player? A, t- a player. This player. Whatever numbered pick they have, go back to 2013 Jamal and find Tinsley. that numbered pick. Who? Jamal Tinsley. Nah, man. The only person that friggin' went to Iowa State and played for both the Pacers and the Jazz. And he played for Indiana back in 02. Tinsley is the player on the Pacers. Yeah. Yeah, but the player picked in that yeah. spot in 20. 20- that's what I'm saying. How's it not Rudy Gobert? It's the 27th spot. But Rudy Gobert never went to Iowa State. No, no, no. That's what he's saying, though. That's what, so that's why I don't understand why he's saying it's not Rudy Gobert. He's saying that the, the person who he's talking about was drafted in the 27th spot in the 2013 draft, right? Right, and he went to the same school which as is, Thomas. No, no, no. He's saying that the, pay, the player for the Pacers did, which is Jamal Tinsley. Jamal Tinsley was drafted 27th. Because huh. Jamal Tinsley would have been my answer, but he's saying it's that spot taken in 2013. The 27th spot in 2013 is Rudy Gobert. That's why it's absolutely Rudy Gobert. So that's why I'm confused why well, I'm, I guess I don't understand it. Give, just have him give us the answer because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he gets negative points. Is it Solomon Hill? <laughs> no, it can't be. This is how I uh, – I'm – we may have to throw it's this one out. It's not a one. It's, it's, mm, yeah, just throw it away. We want What's the easy? answer, though. And then an explanation. <laughs> and then an explanation. He stumped us, or if he... I think he stumped himself. <laughs> he may have. Right. Here's the entire explanation in parenthesis. The Indiana Pacers had a player during 2002-2003, Jamal Tinsley, who went to the same college as Matt Thomas, Iowa State of the Utah Jazz. After playing for the Pacers, this player then signed with another team, Memphis, which has a first-round pick this year, 17, at the same numbered spot of this player that was taken in 2013 draft, Dennis Schroeder. That was terribly worded. 
Yeah, that was horrible. So he wanted that spot from the team that was taken. After playing for the Pacers, this player then signed with another team, Memphis, which has the first-round pick this year at the same overall spot. See, but we didn't know who this player was. Like, I didn't know if he meant this player as in Jamal Tinsley or this player is the one we were trying to find. Which player Which player was the future? Yeah, were we looking for Matt Thomas? Were we looking for Jamal Tinsley? I mean, That's what, exactly where I was looking. I was like, so I was looking for Jen, Dennis Schroeder, not at all, until the end. Okay. I needed to think about Jamal Tinsley the entire time. All right, that was confusing. Well, great season for my Jazz. I never would have predicted they'd have the best regular season record, make it further in the playoffs than the Lakers, and just as far as Brooklyn. So for that, I'm very happy. It stinks they weren't able to show the world how good they were at full strength as we were without our all-star in Conley while Mitchell was playing on one foot and still doing awesome. Definitely the healthiest team is going to win this season, and right now I'm going with the Bucks. Oh, my God. Oh, so they're not going to don't really care for LeBron. He's sure but, LeBron the whole season just now but it's been unpredictable thus far so we'll see what happens at least we have final four of teams that do not often get there which is pretty cool that's all i have see you guys for wrestling tell him good job lebron explaining because <laughs> he wasn't saying all that during the season when they had the best record Ah. <sighs> Damn, Cody. All right, so none of us got that. That's okay. He wasn't saying that before uh, Donovan Mitchell got hurt. He wasn't even talking about Mike Conley during the season. Rudy Gobert. Conley being MV or all-star. Right. Well... Let's wrap this up. Thanks, Wes Anderson, for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. And he said, hey, I heard LeBron is just now getting out of the hospital from being poked in the eye. <laughs> thank, you to, <laughs> thank you, too. Thank you, he does. Thank you, to All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Sparty Steve, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Imagine losing to a team when their best players hurt. It's a rough take. Terrence Mann.